Happy Martin Luther King Day, listeners. Have you ever wondered how you can teach your children about race and culture in a fun and comfortable way? How about if your children are all different ages? Well, today's guest, Dr. Nagoma Evelyn Magalu, is here to talk with us about this topic. You may want to take a few notes because she gives some very practical tips and strategies to make the learning fun and really useful. So hang on for some fun conversation today with Dr. M. Does your child have a speech language delay and you really want them to talk? Do difficult behaviors derail home life and you know the frustration is a communication struggle? Does your child see a speech therapist and you wonder, what do they do? And how can I help? If these or similar questions are in your mind, this podcast is for you. Hello, my name is Dina Lynn Rosenbush. I am a speech language pathologist that has worked with children from birth to 21 for three decades. And in my classrooms, I see you wanting to connect with the heart of your child, but their speech and language skills create a barrier. So if you have a kiddo that has difficult behaviors, needs to expand their language, or learn to say speech sounds, and maybe even receives speech therapy, stay tuned. Because in this podcast, you will learn how to use your daily life as a tool to communication practice and how to do that practice. You will become confident knowing you are making the difference you want to make. And you will hear success stories of parents who have navigated these struggles already. We'll do this all while focusing on building deep, meaningful connection and confidence in your kiddo. So grab a cup of coffee along with a notebook and pen. It's time to speak in the way your child's brain understands. And that is the language of play. As always, listeners, if you are wanting to communicate with me, you can email me at hello at thelanguageofplay.com. And I'm happy to take your questions and your thoughts. And any of you that haven't left a review, I would appreciate you going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving a review. Also, some of you would like to have some conversations first, and you can join the free Facebook community where you can come in and ask your questions and begin to get to know us. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello, listeners. Today, we have Dr. Nagoma Evelyn Magalu. We refer to her as Dr. M very lovingly. I am so glad to have her here today because today is Martin Luther King Day, and she has words for us of wisdom to help us know more and be more. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Dina Lee. I am so blessed. Thank you. Yes. She is a wife, mother, social science researcher, and an avid advocate for women. African Immigrant Visibility and Autism Awareness and Acceptance. Dr. Magalu's or Dr. M's work is informed by her experience as a woman, as a first-generation Nigerian immigrant, and a mother to her handsome son with autism. Dr. M received her bachelor's degree in political science and a master's degree in mass media and communication studies from Howard University in Washington, D.C., 
She received her PhD in sociology from Texas A&M University, College Station, Texas. Dr. M, or Magalu, enjoys sharing her experiences through public speaking conferences. Recently, she started her webinar series titled The Conversation, hashtag Do You See Me? to bring awareness to the experiences of African Black families living with ASD. In her spare time, she enjoys exploring her interests in film, documentary, video production, creative content creation, and networking with people who share similar interests. What a beautiful biography you have, Dr. M. I am so grateful for you being here today. And because it's Martin Luther King Day, I am so glad that you will share your experiences, particularly on that topic. And then I'm excited that you're going to also come back as a successful parent to interview again with me regarding autism. But today's focus is going to be on race and what you have to say about it. So again, thank you for being here. Thank now, you so much. There are ways that we can talk about race to our children. Can you talk to us about how you would do that? Thank you so much again for having me. And I am truly um, happy to be here. And I am very proud and blessed to actually speak on this topic because it's part of my research and lived experience. So the important thing is to introduce difference in a respectful, fun, and comfortable way to the children. Yes. Globally and in the United States of America, people from different races and diverse backgrounds, such as myself, I identify as a Black woman because of my African you know, history and ancestry, and identify as an African woman because I was born and raised in Nigeria, West Africa. It is important to understand that people from diverse backgrounds identify themselves differently based on how they see their ethnic identities. We are not all the same, so we should not be lumped into one single category because we all have different ethnic identities. So we should be sensitive and compassionate about learning about their different histories and cultures so we can cultivate an, an inclusive relationship with people from different, different and diverse ethnic and cultural backgrounds. I love that. When I go traveling or or do things with other people. And and I have some involvement with an Airbnb and I have people from all around the world that I get to meet and, and enjoy. And with this, I find personally that those differences are fun. They're really to be celebrated. And when I think about those differences, we can explore what differences are. And when we're talking to our children, how would you recommend that we stay in that mode of curious? Let's Let's be curious about it. Yes, yes. It's it's fun because there's joy in learning new things and children love learning new things, right? I yeah, yeah, because my son has autism and everything new is wonderful to him. So what I always say is start in your family, community, start in your church and your schools and through family activities. I know you're excited about the activities part, right? Because that's where the fun begins. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, I think so. I do. And, and in that fun, I think that our children become comfortable then. And the things that are different from us aren't as different. Does that make sense? That makes sense. That we, we all do the same things, but we do them differently. Yes, that's what I mean. Yes, yes, definitely. I, I agree with you. And in activities, we can see the similarities in our cultures, but because of where we're raised and brought up, it makes us different, which is still okay. It's more than okay. It's like fun. <laughs> it's meant <laughs> yes. to be celebrated. Even when we look at you and me right now, um, my yes. clothes are very typical, uh, northern European kind of clothes. I'm in North Central United States in Minnesota. I'm dressed for the cold. I've got drab colors right now. It's drab outside right now. And I look at you and you've got more typical African attire, which means you've got some beads and you've got bright pink and you've got fun sleeves. That's one of the things that I've noticed often on how much variety there is in clothing styles. And even that, I think with children, we can play with that as we talk yes. with them to help them accept one another. Yes, definitely. I agree. We can talk about uh, music. We can talk about pictures. We can talk about clothing. We can talk about a lot of fun things to do with our children. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to start with, so for children with speech delays or any disabilities, using picture helps. It helps. Like my son loves to read with pictures. That's how he reads. So pictures can challenge a child's memory, right? Mm -hmm. You associate pictures with words. It can help the child associate the words in real life, right? And when you use pictures with single single items, okay, because when you have a, a crowded background, it confuses them. So when you put one picture in, you know, in a space, that's okay. They can focus on that picture. So with a child with a disability or speech delay, do not crowd the picture with anything in the background. Make it as plain as you can so they can understand what they're doing. Yes. And as the child learns, then you can introduce more challenging scenery or pictures, you know, so the child can identify more objects and more things. So when we talk about, you want to say something about this? Should I move to the next one? Or you, I do, I do, <laughs> I do. I would say, oh my goodness, because I got, just got excited. I didn't know that you were going to lean so much into, you know, like what my families here on the language of play are often dealing with. It's just fantastic. You're you're talking about how it is that we can introduce cultural differences to mm-hmm. our children with language delays, which what you're saying with this, you know, like a simple picture to be able to bring it away from the background that is distracting and how we can talk about one thing that way. And I want to say that that works with all children. It is a fantastic method to be able to get their little eyes to focus on the same topic we want them to focus on because they focus all over the place. And so if we only give them one thing, I I love that. Thank you for that nugget (laughs) of information for the families that are listening right now. And if you have a child with a speech or language delay, Um, Dr. M here has a really good tip for you to implement with whatever it is that you are wanting to teach your child. Specifically today, we're talking race, but it works for many different things that we are trying to teach them. So that's one activity that is a fantastic one. Do you have another activity 
that encourages yes. diversity where children can learn about different races and cultures? Yes. And also with pictures, you can do picture collages. And it helps the children learn about all the cultures from all the world, around the world. So you work with the child and create a picture collage. The images can represent different cultures on the globe. So that's another thing, picture collages. Then we have matching picture cards. You can create picture cards with different cultural cuisines or items and help the children match them to the ethnic groups that celebrate that cuisine, right? Oh, so for, exa for example, I'm Nigerian. We are famous for our jollof rice and plantains, right? So <laughs> you can put, cut out a picture of jollof rice and match it with a picture of a Nigerian, you know, next to the Nigerian flag. And you can find pictures online of Nigerians dressed culturally, and you can apply this to people from all over the world. This, this can help with speech delay and improvement, as well as you can hold up the card and ask the child, name an item, name an ethnic group, name a flag. And the child will be able to do that because they're visually connecting to everything. And you can play picture cards in your own way. Find a fun way to play picture cards by introducing them to new cultures and ethnic groups and races. That's a beautiful thing. Oh, I love that. And so what I'm hearing to like highlight a couple of things, because you had multiple things to highlight. One highlight I want to make is that you have talked about an activity that's going to cover a variety of ages. So doing the activity as a whole might be something that you do with a 10 or 12 year old even. And if we whittle it back, we might identify a plantain and a plantain and say they're the same because we're starting early in language development, plantain, plantain, same. And then maybe the child gets a little bit older and you say banana, plantain, and we say similar, not the same, but similar. And then the child um, is able to see maybe a picture of a Nigerian woman just like you. and. They say, um, you tell them Nigerian, you tell them maybe even Dr. M. And <laughs> that's just a learning, you know, like they just have to memorize that because they might not have a lot of different Nigerians to be able to tell. Like you and I can tell easily Ethiopian, Nigerian, Egyptian, you know, like that's very clear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But to a child, not necessarily. So we tell them and then it's that repetition. And then as they get older, you add another picture in. So this activity that you just described could be an ongoing start with the very simple, start with two or three words, families. And then as your child gets older, you might want to just bring it out each year at Martin Luther King time and other times when you might have a wonderful opportunity of meeting somebody from another culture. So I love this. So I hope that was okay that I just highlighted that. Did you want to highlight anything yes. else? Yes, yes, yes. That was beautiful. You did it perfectly well. That's why you're the expert. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, oh. and I have, I just have two more activities and we'll be done. So oh, the next one is International Day. I do this a lot with my, my kids in their schools and I promote it. It's dress up in your favorite cultural attire. And they can do this with your friends and families. So children love to dress up. They love it. It's fun. Like Halloween, right? But this is a different type. This is a cultural thing. This is it's going to be more exciting because they go out and they eat and they explore things. They like to dress up. This is fun. It's a fun way to introduce them to new people and new cultures. So you can do play scenarios where they can interact with children from other cultures by dressing up together 
and celebrating together. I helped my daughter's school organize an international night and they wore their cultural clothes. They came together, they played music, they ate each other's food, they tried out everything. And dressing up is another activity that's so simple that you can do with your kids. Oh my goodness. And that is so fun because play dress up is one way to really embed learning into the imagination and make that learning so real. I love that. Yes. And and the final activity that I think is wonderful is music. Mm. Music is my son's savior. He just loves music and he connects with the world through music. iPad. He enjoys Nigerian music. He loves pop. He loves rock. He loves rap. He's generally influenced by what we play at home and what he watches on television. I watch MTV, VH1, whatever I'm watching, he will find it on YouTube and he will play it all day. And you can just see the joy on his face. And for the children, parents, you can just use picture cards again of musical instruments, of different cultures, or you can just buy the musical toys, right? And associate them to the cultural music that plays in your home. For example, in, in West African culture, we have the talking drums and the banjo. They're the popular music instruments, right? In Mexico, the mariachi musical instruments include guitarion, violin, and trumpets. In India, we have the sitara, bansuri, and tampura. In Asia and Pacific Island, they have the zang, the koto, and the pipa. So there's so much fun to do with music. And this is a fun activity, especially for children with autism, because music brings them joy. And they enjoy playing with musical toys. My son loves everything music. That's how we know he's going to be a musician. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And you're right. Music embeds so much deeper because it immediately touches our emotions. And one of the things that um, listeners, if you have been listening for a while, you know that I talk about how the brain is structured in children and the the limbic brain or the emotional center is the part of the brain that is the main operating system for children during these years. And when you talk about music, Dr. M, music touches the part of the operating system of the brain that is the strongest, that is the most solid. So no matter what it is we're trying to teach our children, whether it's have fun and enjoy the cultural differences like you're talking now, or if it's anything else, vocabulary, math, behavior, whatever it is, when we use music, you are absolutely right. It is a powerful tool to reach the part of the brain that is the strongest functioning part of the brain right now. So fantastic advice. And it can help parents calm down as well. It helps me... (laughs) It helps the parents when he's when he's happy, I'm happy. We we dance together. He's on his iPad and headphones and I'm dancing with him. And I can tell you stories of of of, of bubble guppy and Mickey Mouse and all that stuff. But that's how you start early. Start them with music. Engage them in things that they can use with their ears, their hands, and their smile. I love it. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about was the you know, helping foster relationships with people of diverse backgrounds. We talked about creating unity and acceptance in children. And what I'm hearing is doing all exactly that. Did you have anything else that you wanted to add to that? Because that in and of itself sounds so full and rich to me. (laughs) Yes, yes. I think that's a, a wonderful question. And like I said in the beginning, look at your community, look around you. Who do you see 
who brings your paper in the morning? Who brings your milk in the morning? Who drops your paper off? Wave, have them wave hi. But you can just, you know, let them see behind the glass doors or, you know, when you're driving, when you're going to the store, even people that you interact with, have them have that knowledge of, okay, this is different, but how is it different? Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And when they meet other children in the community, when they're playing, let it be a safe space that they can talk about it and introduce it in a safe and fun way and very respectful manner as well. And also try and attend events or plan events to encourage interaction. Yes. So if you want to meet new people, what do you do? You throw a blog party, right? Mm-hmm. Or you go to your local uh, um, uh, community event center and just have a picnic and people come and you introduce yourself and you let the kids play with each other so they can understand difference. My children always play in a very diverse community and they will see all you know sorts of races. So they got used to it. And that's what we need to encourage our children to do. And of course, travel, mingle, try something different. You may not like it, but it's different, right? And no, now you know, that. I know, Try travel and mingle is always a good way to interact with people and enjoy new cultures, enjoy new food, enjoy new accents, right? So if you can understand what I'm saying today, parents, I think I've won you over already, right? <laughs> you won <laughs> me just, over. <laughs> I, <laughs> and you just listen to a, a Nigerian woman share her knowledge with you to encourage and boost race. And race is just not my research. Race is my lived experience. Right. And, and and when people are so excited to learn about my culture, like how you are, Dina Lane, I am so happy. And I'm, 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 I'm happy I am when you said you wanted to talk about race. I'm like, yes. Yeah. She wants to. I'm so excited. I can do this as a as a researcher, as a scholar, and I can do it as a mother as well. And it's it's fun and exciting. And this is a good way for you putting me on your show to share with other people so they can have a diverse intake on, on your podcast as well. So thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge, your expertise for being here. And I want to tell you something else before we go. Like, I love this topic so much, me personally, and I'd love to travel and I'd love to meet other people from other cultures so much that I have another involvement that I'm in called Families Abroad, where we bring families into other cultures and communities so that they can learn to connect with the culture. And that is a new business that is starting up. And so they've, um, so I am the person that helps with activities because I like that. And yeah, to have the fun. So thank you so much. Thank you uh, yeah, for having I, I see me. you're smiling about that and thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would love that. I haven't brought yeah, that up can... on the podcast yet, but it is, yeah, I do love this because I think our children grow so deeply when we do help them to understand that people are people and we all have the same basic needs. Yes. How we express ourselves within even our basic needs is going to be different, but we exactly. all in our core we are just the same. We all need to eat. We all need to sleep, et cetera. Exactly. How we do it might be different and how we respect each other as well is equally important. And to know that we're not all the same. So not all Black people are the same. We have different ethnic makeups. And, you know, even with Caucasian, Anglo-Saxon, European ancestry, everybody is different. So if, if we take the time to ask someone, where are you from? Oh, what do you do? How are you? 
and talk with them individually and learn about them and not make assumptions by lumping mm-hmm. all of us together. You know, we have, you know, we have Asians, there's different variations and different ethnic groups. We have people from different places and we can lump it all together. So if we're respectful and welcoming, it can be a very wonderful, inclusive, you know, society. I believe that. Love that. Love that. Thank you again for being here. Thank you for having me. I truly had fun. See you again. Yes, we will. (laughs) Thank you, listeners. I appreciate your time and patience. Have a wonderful day. Happy MLK Day. (laughs) Yes. Hey, parents, I hope you found this episode helpful. If so, would you please take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who also lives or works with children? I would really appreciate it if you would leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I read every review and it lights me up to know that this show is making a difference. Then come join my Facebook community where you'll meet other parents who are dedicated to helping their children grow too. You'll find the link in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. Now it's time to go. Let's pop our kiddos in the strollers and go look around outdoors and see what we have to talk about.